It's the Mexico City Grand Prix, which means the return of the mariachi F1 music, which was the <laughs> highlight of the weekend. I've tried to get a mariachi version of our theme song, but unfortunately, considering I don't pay for it, uh, the, the guy hasn't recorded <laughs> one. So we're stuck where usual, but Tom next year, as always, to discuss the mega exciting Mexico Grand Prix. Hmm. Yeah, sorry, I just woke up. Yep, yep, silence. <laughs> silence is strong. And there wasn't even a DJ immediately on the podium. I was waiting uh-huh. to see who it would be, but it, <laughs> yeah. it, it like started 10 minutes after when they started to do interviews, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. uh, which was well planned. But normally, like, Calvin Harris or someone just pops out or yeah. David Guetta, but they waited a few minutes. Yeah, I was watching the podium, and I said to Lisa, because we watched it live, oh, well, we'll just wait a bit, because there'll probably be an awkward DJ on the podium. <laughs> that, was a, that was a waste of time. Although Max did descend with a hat on, didn't he? <laughs> he did. I thought the lift had broken at one point, because it took him so long, and the camera kept cutting to him just sitting there, wicked, like. Very awkward. <clears throat> so, yes, Mexico City Grand Prix, the middle of a triple header we're in Brazil. This weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes? No? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so we're back in Brazil with a sprint weekend as well. But this was back to regular qualifying, all normal. Daniel Ricciardo was back in the car again, and he done quite well in qualifying. Yeah, he smashed it. P4. Out qualifying That's a boy, Perez. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, in an Alpha Tauri. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's that's wild. I think the Ricardo thing is quite fascinating because I've not been impressed by his comeback. And then all of a sudden, one good weekend, and it's like, get him in the Red Bull. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I saw articles where it's like, why Ricardo is now a genuine contender again. It's like, well, he's only one race. He did amazingly. Yeah, incredible, unprecedented for the Alpha Tauri. Yeah. But it's only one race. And I felt Lawson on balance was better still. So... <laughs> He's still got three races left uh, to to prove that he can do that more than once. Well, actually, although the contract signed, isn't it? Yeah. But for the all-important final corner podcast verdict, he still needs to keep trying. Oh, Fernando Alonso's getting the Red Bull seat, so he's... Uh... <laughs> Everyone's going to be stuck in Alpha Tower next year. Yeah. So This started with a Spanish journalist, didn't it? Oh, it started somewhere on Twitter. Who knows? <laughs> there was but all sorts of nonsense debunked. on Twitter last night about who was going where and who was selling what and Aston Martin's yeah. about to get sold and I don't know what's real anymore. No. All I do know is Lance Stroll is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a thousand drivers that would kill for that drive. Yes. And it's disrespectful in my opinion oh, oh I get it if you're down and results are going your way you, 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 you'll be down in the dumps but mm. the the way he treats the media and, and just wants to quit immediately every race if something goes wrong I don't think it's acceptable no I agree with and that and another P18 in qualifying there Sterling drive although we, we it seems that the Aston Martin was terrible around this circuit yeah that did seem to be not far off where it should be it was what four tenths off Alonso, which isn't brilliant but it's not miles off well they completely ripped the car apart on Saturday night 
and put all new everything on it. Mm. New, I think it was new four and everything, and they seemed to have a bit better race pace. Um, because I think was it him that started? I think it was Stroll that started from the pit lane, wasn't it? It did, yeah. Um, so they, they put, completely ripped that car apart and uh, changed the setup completely overnight. Aston are basically using these races as tests because mm. they've made mm. a ginormous error in their updates and they are trying to find a way to cover it prior to next season. Yeah, something has gone very wrong, hasn't it? Because they bought two big updates and neither of them have worked. Oh, it's cataclysmic. In the same way of how staggering that McLaren have uh, done updates mid-season to be from the very back of the grid to be regular podium contenders. Mm. Uh, Aston Martin's done the reverse. And it's just wild when you think about all the radio messages Alonso was saying during a race. This car's lovely to drive. Did you say? Brilliant. And uh, (laughs) now here we are where he allegedly has to do a spin to get out of Q1. <laughs> yeah, so, so there was a yellow flag at the end of the session with Alonso having a curious spin, which meant that Logan Sargent, Lando Norris, etc., couldn't get through in Q1. Ocon mm. missed out as well, so a couple of shocks in Q1. Alex Albon should have been in Q3, but lost his lap time, so he ended up starting 14th, and both Alfa Romeo has made it into Q3 for I think the second time this season. Yeah, it's so weird, the Alfa Romeo performance, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Because you know in the race, nothing will come of it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's such a weird, weird car and team. and Everything. It does just feel like they're killing time, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all underwhelming, isn't it? <laughs> How long till Audi? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I saw I saw a rumor last night that it's not going to be Audi anymore. Someone else is going to buy their partnership. So Yes, again, apparently so. What? The the F one rumor mill on Twitter last night was going mad. Which this is because everyone's bored with the races, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But... Audi are backing out. Uh, Porsche are going to take it over, or no one's coming in, or I don't know. Smart car are taking over. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Andretti will buy it. That's, like that. that's true. Uh, it, but then they won't be allowed to. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it was a clerk from Sainz 1-2 for Stappen 3rd Perez 5th yeah. out qualifying both Mercedes yeah it was a so bit well. of a shock wasn't it the Ferrari pole because they were nowhere up until they were at the front all of a sudden mm-hmm. at Q3 I think it's there's clearly teams that can beat Red Bull over one lap mm. but no, nobody can match the race yet as soon as they're two laps into the race they're Tire management seems to be exemplary, Red Bulls. Mm. Or Max just can't, or this is dangerous to say it, but or it's latent pace in any circumstance and Max just can't do it in qualifying at the minute. (sighs) Or just they have a setup that's purely around, yeah, a race that's more than two laps long. I don't know. know It's just very strange because the pace advantage in the race is just astronomical. I know they do prioritise their race setup over qualifying setup, generally just because they've been that fast that it doesn't really mm. matter in qualifying. Yeah. They're going to be there or thereabouts. Could be just that. And I think Perez, this is damning with faint praise, but he's within two tenths of Max this time. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> That's an improvement. 
<laughs> it is. It's a big improvement on his recent form. Yeah. yeah. Home race. So he would have wanted to go well. But as also we know for Mexico, starting on pole isn't really where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. as it so proved on Sunday, as we went into the race. Uh, any more for you guys before we go into the race? Nope. Just a quick one that I thought Alex Albon's call to remove his lap time was a not one I necessarily agreed with. I mean, I only saw the T-cam angle. Didn't look like he would be over with the rear tyres to me. Um, I, I know he was reeling against it. He's seen an extra angle I haven't, but it, I just felt like that was a bit, bit of a tough call. And he was really surprisingly quick in free practice, which everyone gets hyped for qualifying. Mm. But with free practice, it's just you look at the table, which is just one individual lap time, and you don't know what program everyone is doing in the session. I never read into it too much. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people got too excited that he could have been on the front row of the race and all this jazz. Well, he wasn't. <laughs> no. No. He got out-qualified by Bottas. Just retire. <laughs> Just retire. <laughs> I mean, uh... on the first lap, you see how trepidatious Bottas is. Like, he uh, he dropped back, I think. Was it like 12th, 13th initially? And there were some moves later on in the race Oh, I was coming up on someone down into the first corner. And I thought, right, send it now, and it's yours. And it it didn't. So ah, I don't know why I've gone down that. Moving on to the race, please. Sorry. <laughs> All off the line, reasonable well at the front. Max gets alongside Leclerc. Everyone gets past Sainz going around to turn one. It then ends up with three abreast with Verstappen on inside, Leclerc in the middle, and Perez momentarily ahead on the outside. And then Sergio decides to take the corner as if he was on his own. And collects Leclerc, sends himself into the air, retires from the race. Leclerc has broken front wing, but continues on. Drives underneath the sponsor things, which was weird. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> and uh, then retook his position in second place. So that was the hometown boy out at turn one. And he had no one to blame but himself on that one. It was a racing incident. It wasn't like he should have had a penalty for it if he carried on, but he's the one who could see two cars inside of him. Um, it's, it's the exact yeah. same as Lewis did at Qatar. It was trying to be a hero. Yeah. And get in the first place at turn one. Yeah, totally. It's just... I mean, yeah, it's fair enough. You go for it. He's got that good run. But you've got to leave space there. Especially if you know there's two cars there, which he saw as he was overtaking Leclerc. That they've got to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's a relatively... Did... You go, Tom. Uh, did you see there was a brawl after that incident in the fans? In the... Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, it's in the stadium. Oh dear. Yeah. I think it was a guy, somebody in a Ferrari t shirt, and then obviously someone who I think was a Checo fan. There was uh, someone in a grey t shirt throwing a lot of punches against someone in a red t shirt. <laughs> a lot. Uh, and I believe someone has been um, thrown out and banned for life. Oh dear. Yes. But I fully agree with the sentiment that Perez is to blame, no one else. I was very surprised. 
that he was even able to drive back because that impact, I thought, would have just ripped the right corner off. Uh, yeah. Um, but then it's like a load of shots of just the pit garage when we know he can't rejoin <laughs> yeah, through the race. I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were really yeah. trying to get him back out, which sort of puzzled me if it was just because it's his home race, because they were replacing the side pods and yeah. all that. And it's like, why? <laughs> just <laughs> Nothing's going to come it? from it. But yeah, that's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Which, fair play for trying that, to do mm. that, because I'm sure someone at Liberty Media would be like, right, get him back out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, come on, we made a special version of the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, isn't there going to be a live... Have we missed it already? Has it happened? Are, are they playing golf live on Netflix? Uh, no. drivers. It's before, um, it's before Vegas. the Vegas Grand Prix. Oh, That's it. It's a... It's a oh, I can't remember what golf course now. I got it wrong the last time. Yes. I, mean, spoke about it. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Bubble Springs, but it's not. That's a racetrack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, M- moving swiftly on. I think they're doing eight holes. No, it's a yeah. two. It's a two-man team. I think there's eight. It's four. I think it's four golfers and four drivers. Which, uh, which may be quite exciting. Probably, maybe. Okay, silence is great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't give a crap, but I don't care. But I will watch it because it's a Netflix's first ever live thing. Hmm. Live sport. Well, I nearly called it sport, and I thought, it's not really, is it? Yes. Win Golf Club. Yes, that's it. It's at the, 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 it's at the Win Casino. They've got a golf club, apparently. Oh. And uh, imagine you'll see the big three in the background. Yes, which really should look like a golf ball to tie into it. <laughs> hey, you know how much it costs to put anything <laughs> on that, though? Yeah. Jeez. you buy a country for it. <laughs> It's amazing, though. Always quite cool inside, but still. I wouldn't want it in my town. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no. We're, we're fine with the big horses' heads, but nothing that <laughs> audacious. I was just going to say, you've got a horse's head. <laughs> yes, I've got two. So. Right, race, race. There's a bunch of DRS moves into turn one, which are not interesting. Yeah. Other yeah. than uh, Yuki Tsunoda. Screws one of his up and goes flying off the track. Oh, uh, yeah, it was against the Haas, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, he was trying to get past Magnussen. Sonoda was quick, and I think, he, well, he clearly didn't do well enough in qualifying. He did help. It was They've got engine penalties for the grid anyway, I think, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, uh, yes. So he, he was a sacrificial lamb in one of the early sessions to get Ricardo through. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, just, he just, before we get onto the incident later on, even here he's kind of lost his cool. Yeah, I didn't actually see this one because I only got a chance to see the highlights. I didn't actually see this. It wasn't included. Just locks up into turn one, trying to go around the outside and has a shortcut across across the grass. Oh, yes, the traditional. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I'm being harsh, but he is the driver who I've been least impressed with this year. Ooh. Hang on a minute. There was moments at the start of last season (laughs) where he was looking good and... He's been terrible ever since. And he keeps making mistakes and he keeps crashing and he keeps getting angry and shouty on the radio. Yeah, it's always someone but, else's fault. Yeah, exactly. I like the passion, but there was a moment... Oh, well, maybe let's skip around a bit. There's an incident, isn't there, with Piastri and he's gesticulating as he's spinning around. 
<laughs> that's that's kind of cool. Mm. But then he's take at one point he takes his hands off the wheel and starts punching the wheel, punching the air when he could be moving. Like start moving. <laughs> yes, he's he's not up to the level for me. But Christian Horner says he's still in the running for a Red Bull seat. I just be polite. It's it's yeah. harsh because I do like Yuki, but he's definitely not done enough this year. But at the same time, that car has been awful this year up until this has. race. I think they said during the broadcast it's the most upgraded car this year. I don't know how you measured that though. I heard I don't that know as well. How you, uh, yeah. Some AWS measurement, which I would have, I would have given from McLaren <laughs> myself, but apparently theirs is the most upgraded car. But I know we are skipping, but that crash where he, he crashed into Piastri, he was sitting in, I think, eighth at that point. Yeah, points. Yeah. And those points are so critical for Alpha uh-huh. Tauri. And he threw yeah. it away. And he had, I've used it already, but latent pace over Piastri. Oh, I think it turns out, oh no, it wasn't hobbled at this point. Yeah, he was just genuinely quicker. Mm. Uh, I think Piastri allegedly had some damage from this contact that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, which impeded him later on in the race, but at this point he didn't, and I think uh, he'd already had a go a lap before, hadn't it? It, it, it didn't pull off. Well, they, they think collided that... as well, so they were yeah. going through the little complex after this, and he yeah. ran into Sadie Piastri there. Yeah, and then that really got to his head, and he turned into early. I, I, <laughs> I mean, let's be clear: the visibility apparently in these Formula One cars is difficult, but he's he's clearly not fully past him. And there is a way you can go around the outside of someone there. Mm. But that's not nowhere near the line for that. That's like chopping as if he doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, you, that's the key, though. You have to go around the outside of someone, not exactly. drive yeah. where they're already going to be. Mm. So an error of judgment there. Uh, and, um, yeah, then he's on the radio. Has Pastry got a penalty? It's like, no, focus on the race, mate. <laughs> yeah. Which is what, what the engineer basically said to him. Yeah. Yeah, he got back to 12, but... Just shows what could have been there, though. No points. Yeah. So, early in the race, Hamilton gets past Ricardo and starts hunting down the Ferraris. George Russell is stuck behind Piastri for ever, basically, (laughs) during a stint. He just can't make the move. Um, Ferrari end up extending their first stint massively. When everyone else starts pitting, they continue on under original mediums. Even though Leclerc's got three quarters of a front wing. Mm. Yeah, they just keep cracking on. Uh, it annoyed me a bit that he didn't get a black and orange flag straight away, though. I did, well, they don't do that anymore. They leave it up to the team. I know. So yeah. he was investigated during the race for driving with an unsafe car. But... Uh, yeah, I think they would have given it to him if it hadn't fallen off. Yeah, but... The whole point of the black and orange is that, oh, there's a part that might fall off there and cause some danger mm. or a safety car. And so we now we just have this scenario where, oh, just carry on racing. If it falls off, brilliant. But, and if but, that causes a puncher or a safety car, even better. It did. <laughs> it fell off at turn one and caused the vehicle. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, the, the black and orange flag should be used, in my opinion, to avoid that scenario. But oh, I think that's the final is called now. the meatball flag. The meatball flag. I, know. <laughs> I was trying not to say that. Terminology. Come on. Yeah. Be professional Sorry. here. <laughs> Sorry. So Norris started, I think, 17th, and he's up into the points after about 20 laps, which is reasonably impressive. He's also got mm. good pace. Uh, we then see Kevin Magnussen running wide at the final corner, bouncing off track because he keeps his foot in it, 
recovering. And then a lap later we then see him in the wall during in the middle sector. In his left rear suspension goes as he's going through the SE's section and he's in the wall, which brings out the safety car. He jumps behind the tech pro for some weird reason. He looks a bit dizzy and disorientated. Yeah. And then eventually they bring out the a red flag after Verstappen and Norris have pity. So Norris lost a bunch of positions by pitting before the red flag. Mm-hmm. Did you hear Max was not happy about the red flag? <laughs> Why is it a red flag? This is stupid, I think he said. Uh, but he can't see the, the damage to the barrier, so... Yeah. I'm not holding that against him. Yeah, it's it's weird, because that barrier is, would pretty much never be hit because of how the track mm. is. Um, but it has to be safe just in case. Yeah, it was such a weird accident. I don't know if he had damage from where he ran wide before, or if he had damage before, which is why he ran wide, or if it just broke then. I don't know. What What's been said is that uh, the the brakes heated up a part of the suspension and it failed. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. It went off a part of the track where no one else has gone that was extremely bumpy and dirty. Yeah. And then it's immediately after, <laughs> something yeah. fails. So I'm putting two and two, two together there with no with no um research behind that. But it was a scary looking moment when it cuts to him because the car looks absolutely destroyed. Um but weirdly the onboard of the crash didn't seem that severe. I know it mm. was, but if you see what I mean. But he definitely yeah, we can't a feel the G's. out of it or winded when he came out of the car, didn't he? Oh yeah. So we've got a standing start for this one. Hamilton went on the medium tyre during the stop and Leclerc managed to get his front wing changed. Uh, they stayed on the hard tyres, Ferraris, thinking that that would be quicker. Mercedes rolled the dice with Hamilton. And at the restart, everyone kind of stays as they are at the front. Um, Norris loses three or four positions as well. In Acc- accidentally one. engaged reverse gear there. Did he? <laughs> no, 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 it just looked oh, like right. it. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was literally one of those he knew he was slow and then he had to hesitate and it turned one mm. to try and avoid potential contact uh, Fernando Alonso retires because he's bored I think <laughs> um, so he throws well, in the pits apparently during the Perez incident it, it, it does on the onboard drive over some debris and so uh, maybe there was a, it was his terrible performance through this race relatively to the rest of his season uh, could have been contributed in part to some flawed damage or something but you're right it did seem he just was like ah oh, no I'm not doing this I'm beyond this yeah, <laughs> I'm parking it he went to see Christian I think yeah uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah it was lap 40 I think that uh, Hamilton passed Leclerc good move uh, mm. decent move Ferrari think at this point that the mediums are going to go, so this is going to be an easy P2 for Clark regardless, but it never happens. Mm. Hamilton thinks that too. <laughs> yeah, he does. But he manages to get them to the end, and then he pulls out the fastest lap on the final lap. So mm. He's also managed his tyres extremely well there. And the radio message could have been fun and games, eh? Oh, yes. And for him, as long as he was faster than Ferrari, just managed that gap. You know, it gets ahead, then makes a gap, then he just has to manage that gap because there's no mm-hmm. point trying to catch Max and really ruining the tyres, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. 
So I think they played it very smartly there. It was an excellent strategy in the end and a great drive from Lewis. Piastri then lets Norris go past. Lando's been flying during the race, so he's up into the points. Uh, pulls a nice move, a little slow section on Ricardo, and then pulls off a nice little switch back on a Russell for, I think it's P4 at that mm. point, or 5. Uh, he ends up finishing P5, so it was P5. But he pulls a nice little switch back when they're up to the hairpin. And gets past, which nobody ever pulls a move off there. So that was mm. uh, that was really nice done, <laughs> Orlando. There's another part of the track that people don't do moves on it either, but we'll talk about that in a bit, I'm sure. Yes, <laughs> uh, uh, it was really good move, but I think Russell also made a mistake. Oh, uh, yeah, but definitely. what really sealed the deal, and what I was really impressed by with Norris, is into Hokila or Hokia. I'm not sure. Well done. The 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 tight the tight bit where he actually gets past. He very cleverly misses the apex just to. <laughs> yeah. uh, for some of the issue, and I was like, that is smart. Yeah, it's two very nice overtakes, and it's good to see because generally my issue with Mexico is the same with a lot of tracks lately, is uh, we'll just overtake down the long straight under DRS. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see someone doing it elsewhere. Unless you're behind Hulkenberg, and you can't do that <laughs> yeah. for the entire race. I just want to mention that people were trying to get past him for the entire race, and he was in the points the entire race, and then five laps from home, whatever. They had no tyres left at all. That was a bit, a bit of a shame. Mm. Yeah, he ended up finishing 13th in the end, which was, yeah. Yeah, was a bit disappointing. Was on the radio saying, get me the helicopter, I'm out. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo was right behind George Russell by the end of the race. Mm. And in the midst of a last lap move, the TV director decided to cut to Max going around the final few corners to see his <sighs> celebration. And I almost put the remote for the TV because you're watching, <laughs> you're watching the gap timer on the side. It goes to something like point zero two. I was like, mm. they're side by side. Let me see. And, but no, we we'll have to watch Max drive around at half speed. I get a point of you. You always have to get the winner going across the checkered flag. Yes, always. Picture in picture. The, yes, but exactly. yeah, you picture picture. Oh, but this seemed to cut too early and linger for too long, right? Yes. And then there's no replay, I don't think. I certainly didn't get one of what happened to them if they were that close. But yeah, I'm with you there. I was watching the, the ticker on the left with the timings thinking, this is happening. What's going on? Isn't it amazing, though, that Ricardo is in an Alfa Tari trying to overtake a Mercedes? Though? Fair play. Mm. Russell was pretty poor. He had no pace all weekend. I think he even said that himself. He just didn't have anything in the race. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, if it's him and the car or what. But yeah, he just... Wasn't doing it this weekend. F1 Twitter thinks he should be sacked by now. So. Oh, come of on. Of course. <laughs> and yeah, it's probably the last interesting bit was uh, Valtteri Bottas just deciding not to get out of Lance Stroll's way and spinning them during the stadium <laughs> section. <laughs> Which he picked up a five second penalty for and dropped him behind his teammate, but he was out the points at the end of the then. Mm. So Stroll goes a dive up the inside and yeah, I think Bottas decides to leave his front wing there on the exit. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on it myself. I'm still not sure which way to go because you just you don't overtake there because it's so tight. But he was alongside. <laughs> but yeah, it just... It... Do you know what? For all the rubbish I give Stroll, I think mm. that was opportunistic. Mm. It showed a bit, a bit of energy and interest. 
instead of the apathy that we've been getting of late. So yeah. the the door is wide open. Typical Bottas doesn't even. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't pass there, but like the door can't be wider than that. Can yeah. It? And Stroll does not miss the apex or lock up. No. Yeah. And he and he is through. Uh, but at the same time, when you watch it from Bottas's onboard, he can't even. I think he might even be backing out of it. He cannot avoid that contact. Yeah. Just because of the proximity of the cars and that track layout, and it's a, it's an unfortunate track design, really, because it's amazing you can get that stadium section, mm. but the, but the spectators there will never see any action ever. But at least mm-hmm. they got to see Stroll spin, and then immediately say, "I'm out." And they're like, "You got a right <laughs> puncher, right puncher, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not bothered. And at the and you know you look at Logan Sargent who desperately wanted to finish the last lap in twelfth or whatever he was in. Mm. But it's has to told you got to pull in the pit lane, and he's like, I could literally see the finish line, and they're like, nope, you've run out of fuel. Oh, what was it? What, fuel? I think it was a fuel related issue, and he's had to pull into the where the podium. Uh, no, no, it's just like scrutineering area. He just has to pull into the pit lane, doesn't it? Because the pit lane is yeah. blocked, and um, you've got someone going. Ah, I don't even, can't be bothered to finish the final lap. <laughs> yeah, and that really grates with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I think I... Lance just needs his holder. Yeah, pretty much. Well, he's going to Vegas soon. Maybe he'll be happier there. <laughs> yeah. He'll put all his money on red and it'll come up black. It's just years <laughs> gone. Yeah. All his dad's money anyway. Right. So that's it for the race, I think. I was suitably not impressed. Mm. <laughs> With the whole... It was a, it was an evening race as well, so I'd been looking forward to it all day, and it just didn't come yeah. to what you expected. It, even uh, every flag didn't live it up, live it up really. No, mm. no, there wasn't a first lap pile up at the restart or anything, which you know. Yeah, everyone was, was so well sensible. Yeah, I know. Yeah, come on, the drivers are too good. We need a field of strolls. <laughs> so, so when you say a field this... of strolls, I picture them like cows grazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a great sketch. Was it Harry and Paul or something? Where they did Clarkson Island? Yes, yes. It reminds me of that. <laughs> yeah. At the end of all this, then uh, there's a twenty point gap again between Perez and Hamilton. Oh, I'm so excited! Oh yes, uh-huh. I've forgotten about that. So it was thirty nine <laughs> before the weekend. We thought it was all over, but then mm. Checo, Checo does Checo things. <laughs> yes. Uh, so with three races left there's 20 points between the two and if you read the rumours three races for Perez to save his career yeah I still don't believe that personally I think he will be in the seat next year but if he does two or three bad races at the start of the season he could be binned quite quickly yes it's almost like they've got Lawson as right listen Liam you're a reserve Mm. but here's the path Here's a scenario, and he's gone. All right, I'll settle for that. Uh, because then you could bypass Alfatario together and go straight to the Red Bull, or maybe they shuffle Ricardo up and put him in Alfatario. Yeah, but there's options. That's the thing. If that happens, they've got options now as Red Bull has. Yeah, it's just it is. I am frustrated that nothing's happening for next year, seemingly. Yeah, because we just want to see a championship fight, and even the most hard, the hardened Checo Perez fan. Cannot say that he's fighting Verstappen for the championship after the first three rounds, basically. No, no, not at all. 
Well, there was one other thing out of this weekend as well. Ricardo scored points, which means that Nick De Vries will be the only person this season oh. to not get a point. Poor Nick. Bad car. Yeah. Harsh. Yeah. Was told even before he was booted out that you're a bit rubbish, mate. <laughs> yeah. You know. That, that was an important point as well because it moved Alpha Terry above Alpha Romeo. It's not mm. equal on points, but Alpha Terry's had a better result. And it just highlights if Sonoda had got a point or two, mm. that would have been hugely beneficial for them because it would have put them ahead on clearing points and it would have put them probably within 10 points of Williams. Yeah. I think it's something like $20 million a spot. So yeah, it's... putting Daniel Ricciardo in the car has probably made them quite a chunky change. Yeah, good investment. Yeah, we'll see what happens at Brazil as well because Ricciardo traditionally, I believe, has gone reasonably well at Brazil. So we'll but we'll also see. see if this is just a track-dependent thing, an altitude-dependent thing. There's all sorts of weirdness going on with the cars at the minute in the midfield. Well, Brazil is also a relatively high track, isn't it? It's nowhere near the, the mm. height of Mexico, but it is one of the higher tracks on the calendar. I'm going to predict that Kevin Magnussen does not get pole position this year. To be fair, does anyone know if he was all right after the crash in terms of is there a possibility he might not race at Brazil or anything? I'm I haven't heard sure. anything. I'm just curious. No, not heard anything. But that might be something that pops up tomorrow. I just thought <laughs> if, next week. if it does, it would mean a Brazilian driver. Uh, would it be... Um... Fittipaldi. Uh, Fittipaldi, yes, of course. Oh, we should mention that were some young drivers in the cars in FP1 as well. Uh, yes. I do like seeing that. Yeah. Can't remember who they were, but there was. <laughs> Good. Ijar Hajar. Oh, wasn't yes. There, wasn't he? He said, I just want to wave at Lewis. You know, like, <laughs> no, no, come on, do a lap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kevin yeah. um, Magnussen took a knock to his hands, but he'll be fine to race. Ah, okay. That's good. Good for him. He's got a sore thumb. Uh, elsewhere in the championship for this week, Sainz overtook Alonso. They're equal on points, but Sainz is in fourth now. Leclerc's in seventh, which I didn't realise Sainz was so far ahead of Charles. Leclerc had a really bad run of form, didn't he, in the middle of the year? Mm-hmm. Mm. But the downturn of Aston Martin means that Norris and Leclerc are going to be eyeing up Alonso now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the coming races. And oh, that's probably about it for the drivers, constructors. Mercedes are something like 22, 22 points ahead of Ferrari. And, um, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's doing well in his fight against them. Yeah. Clarence off taking Aston, and that's probably it. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't very long ago, was it, that people were saying there's a slight chance McLaren could get Aston by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And then, now it's just like, hmm, already there. It seems yep. inevitable, the Aston forward, doesn't it? Yeah. It can't be reversed. No, three races to go. We've got Vegas, followed by... Oh, Vegas. Brazil, Vegas. Ah, that's it. Brazil, Abu Vegas, Abu Dhabi. Final three rounds. It's back to an afternoon race this weekend, and it's also a sprint. Yeah, this could be by... the last interesting race of the year, because Brazil was always a good race, <laughs> I tend to find. Vegas is an unknown, but it's a street track. They're generally not that exciting. And Abu Dhabi is Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. 
Uh, well, the Vegas one's at six in the morning as well. Yeah. So I'll it'll be interesting from a spectacle one. point of view, oh, yeah. but not, we'll we'll wait and see. Our base purely on driving it in the Formula One game is not an enjoyable track layout. No, and I've but you never that. know. Yeah, but if 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 it causes incidents, it might be interesting still. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure on Formula One to make that event work. Yes, that's true. I mean, it could be exciting. And I think Abu Dhabi, the only way that's going to get exciting is if Logan Sargent gets replaced by Latifi. <laughs> that still hurts. <laughs> I ever see that Canadian. <laughs> He's got trouble coming. All right, any more? No, I think that's Nine. it. That do us. Um, but we'll do something on BTCC. I know we say we'll do it yes. every week, but we will do something before the end of the year. We're just in this run of Formula One races back to back, out. So I think yeah, we focus on that, time. and then then we'll we'll do it. Yeah. So a few races left of the year, a few episodes, and then that'll be us for Christmas. Yay! Yay! <laughs> now the clocks are going back, and it's very dark, and the shops are full of Christmas tat. Oh yeah. And there are more celebrity autobiographies than I can afford or have time to read. <laughs> it's definitely Christmas around the corner, isn't it? Gunnar Steiner got a sequel out yet? Or... No, no. 